0: hola this is la chicana cristiana and I'd like to thank you for being here with me today so um I know I didn't uh post a show last week because um you know I just wasn't in the right mindset um and the thing is like I'm not I'm not doing this for money I'm doing this for um you know spreading the word of God and for myself honestly i didn't want to say that first but you know i i um i need an outlet right (laughs) i need an outlet for a a lot of these things so yes and um i actually have a plan tonight (laughs) i actually have a plan tonight guys so um that's exciting whoo so let's first let's first um pray to god dear god thank you for being here um having us all here today and um i want to express a few um pretty unconventional ideas today and i hope that everyone can um open their minds and open their hearts and see for themselves what is the truth because I want to guide them towards you God and towards you Jesus and um, I want to reveal the truth about this world and about um, what's going on and you know what's happened in the the truth of everything, right? Um so thank you God for for guiding me and for revealing some truths to me. Um and hopefully I can express them in a way that people will um start to think about um you know life differently and about the Bible differently and and thank you, God, for um, for allowing us to be here and breathing and talking and hopefully feeling healthy and, you know, right in our minds. And I pray for everyone who's afflicted by any type of um, stress with uh, relationships or with your jobs or with money with mental health issues um loneliness divorce god i pray for these people that they um will reach out to you and and give their troubles to you so that you can solve them for them because we are truly at your mercy god in this world so I'm actually really excited right now because um I've been recording this whole time on apparently my phone. Wow. I mean um it was talking to text like this whole time. <laughs> but anyway, um So I have a few things that I want to talk about today and um yeah I'm pretty excited about uh, these ideas because I've been kind of like obsessing over it <laughs> for a few I don't know like at least a year I think um So I just want to talk about first, um, I'm going to try and stop saying um so much. So for everyone who may think that their background or their life experience and um, the mistakes they've made in their lives makes them not as Christian or not as close to God, I want to let you know that it doesn't matter, you know, what you've done in your life. If you've repented to God and if you've asked him to help you and to save you and you um give yourself, you know, you 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 allow God, you allow Jesus to erase your sins because that's why Jesus died. He died for us because he loves us so much. And when I was younger, I never understood this concept. Um I just didn't understand and it's something that we as humans may not ever completely understand um but the truth is that jesus dying in the way that he did um this this um paid for us for all of us to go to heaven as long as we accept him as our savior and let me tell you a little bit about my life so in the past I um was not a great person I did not um I did a lot of things that hurt hurt people in the end um and also things that hurt my myself my soul my um self-respect so i'm just gonna be honest you know um in the past i um have hung around people and done things that like um being a sugar baby and as many of you probably know um or realize or maybe you don't it's actually prostitution um however way you want to look at it so um and I was around a lot of women who did the same thing, and it was like completely normal. And these were girls who came from nice backgrounds, from nice families, um, from even from cultures that were very big on self-respect and you know, um, honor and those types of things. So, and it and is in this day and age is because there's so much temptation with um money right because we see that money's everywhere and yet um you know for those of us who don't have it or those of us who do have it but just want more um it's a big temptation nowadays because there's so many ways to get it and a lot of those ways, many of those ways aren't the most ethical. Right. Um, so especially for women, it's like, we're faced with every day. We, we can, we see these women on the internet who are making thousands and millions of dollars, right. Um, doing some pretty, I'm just going to say, of course, like sexual things. Um, so it's, It's, uh, crazy to me that, um, (sighs) It's crazy to me that so many women have, um, you know, Traded their dignity. They've traded their dignity for money. And that's where, you know, we see this is Satan working today. Um, and also so yeah you know I'm um in my past I'm talking I talk about God today so deeply because I've done a lot of things that I'm not proud of and it amazes me that um God can forgive people like me and um if he can forgive me he can forgive you and if you see and if you think i'm close to god you can be close to god just as i am and more so um and all those things that god tell, that the bible says stay away from it's so true you know we try to brush off like oh no it's just for fun or it's just that or like no it's that's not really what it is it's not that but at the end of the day um i'm talking about like all the new age stuff right um all the witchcraft stuff it's witchcraft okay a rock doesn't have powers god has powers right um you know there are certain things that like smells that have certain effects on us right like eucalyptus and um is calming yeah yeah those types of things that makes sense okay um because that's a sense but what sense is a rock um transmitting to you right you can hold it you can uh, massage yourself with it because it's an object but what it doesn't make a sound it doesn't have a smell it doesn't well maybe it ha- does have a smell if it has a sound if you you know hit it but you know what i'm saying it's there's nothing in this object that's gonna give you any type of power so people put their thoughts and their you know their hopes into like these random um, things you know and it's just a false hope it gives false hope because maybe it works one time or the first time for some odd reason placebo effect or something and then you're hooked on it another example tarot cards astrology you they you keep going back to Read these things because the first time, for some reason, it just came out true, and now you're hooked on what are these cards going to tell me about my life? You know, my life is no longer dependent on my actions or God's mercy, it's now dependent on these cards, on what these cards are telling me. It's all evil, it's all evil. Um, I used to be really into that stuff, and it's all evil. Please, for the love of everything in your life, for your soul, for everything, your sanity, please stay away from any of that crap. Please. I'm so serious. I'm so dead serious about that. Stay away. Things will start to happen to you. Um, you'll go farther and farther and farther from God. False hopes. <laughs> It's not, this is, that's not what you want to be part of. And God, the Bible warns us about that. Um, drugs. I, myself, well, I think I haven't done hard drugs, but that's only because I haven't done heroin or meth, um, or fentanyl, but there's a hell of a lot of things I have done too not only just done them but you know um, been on the other end of that and that's not a great thing being the you know I feel I, I'm I so I hope that you know nothing um, terrible extremely terrible ever happened to anyone and um I, I've asked God so much to forgive me for that and that's the one that I feel the worst about because, um, you know, drug, uh, drugs is like, it's such a huge problem and, um, to think, to know that I had like a hand and, um, in people doing that is, um, you know, it's things I have to live with. So, if god can forgive me god can forgive you as long as you stop doing those things you know it's like you can't you can't um ask for forgiveness and then continue doing them like i know some maybe if you're like addicted to something it's hard to like stop and god understands that but you gotta be you know you gotta do it at some point you gotta do it So, um, so we just went through a lot of stuff. Um, this is making up for last week that I didn't, the week before I didn't even, you know, I had, I had like a 20 minute show and I was just not feeling it. I didn't have a plan. I was not in the right mindset. Um, last week I didn't even do it because yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so that that was a little synopsis of like um, my life and showing you that I'm not. It, I understand, you know. I understand um, when you don't feel like you're worthy or you don't feel like you're the person that god wants but he does he does want you and he wants you to be close to him and that is better than anything in the world that feeling being close to god your true love so when god loves you And when, you know, like when your parent loves you, you have to be taught tough love sometimes, right? Um, you know, you're not always going to get what you want and sometimes they have to take things away from you for you to learn. So I've gone through a lot, um, to get to this point of being focused on, you know, focus on God and focus on, um, what matters in life. I've lost friends, you know, I moved thousands of miles away from where I live my almost, you know, pretty much my entire life. It's only been five years or so, um, four years, maybe that I haven't even, that I haven't lived, um, in the place I grew up my whole entire life. <laughs> You know i had kids um my family wasn't there for me when i had kids even though they were in the same city i um never saw them and um with the pandemic and just all these things going on you know we've been dealing with financial issues so uh, i don't really get to go out much um so all that um all that forgot to teach me what really matters and get me focused on um, what I need to be focused on and the truth of that is um I need to focus on my career my career and um building a foundation because that's something that is non-existent <laughs> from me and a lot of people in my family I was the first person to go to college On my mom's side of the family um i didn't meet my dad until i was 15 so that that was my family (sighs) so i want to talk about something extremely interesting to me so there's a few a few different things i want to talk about So there were some artifacts found in Ohio, um, and these artifacts were buried in a burial ground type thing under a skeleton. And, um, it turns out that this artifact has paleo Hebrew, which is ancient Hebrew written all over it. And, um, with a picture of Moses. Another thing the decalogue stone in new mexico um right outside albuquerque or so like an hour um it has the ten commandments written in paleo hebrew and the natives say it's been there since before they got there um another thing the aztec language family has traces um is influenced by paleo hebrew So what am I trying to tell you guys? Um some of the lost tribes of Israel went to the Americas. And even though that's maybe like crazy sounding or something or like nah that cannot be true like why? You don't think that these people could have traveled to the Americas? Like it's odd that we think that 1492 was the first time that people ever traveled across the continents like it seems a little self-centered right <laughs> um mm-hmm. but anyway they went from Egypt right they came from Egypt uh through the Middle East so like through India through Asia up through Russia walked across the Bering Strait that's one way they could have went right If they were walking through the wilderness for however many years (laughs) and then went down to um, the Americas or they sailed across not sure how and um, that's that part I'm still piecing together but it's um totally possible to walk Um, but actually you know I think that people were they were seafaring people um, so So I know the whole um you guys have probably heard of the Hebrew Israelites like the Black Hebrew Israelites Israelites and um it's pretty much a group of people who think that the lost tribes of Israel are blacks Hispanics and um native americans and you know what they're um not really that far off actually so let me ch- let me show you apparently the 12 lost tribes of Israel <laughs> judah which is supposed to be american blacks african americans benjamin west indies blacks so that's um that was i like jamaicans and stuff um levi haitians ephraim puerto ricans manasseh cubans simeon dominicans zebulon guatemala to panama so they're the mayans gad which are were which are the American Indians, Ruben, the Seminole Indians, Asher, Colombia to Uruguay, the Incas, Issacar, Mexican or Aztecs, Nafdali, Argentina and Chile. So in, um, So, and um let's see. Leviticus 26:33. All right, Leviticus 26:33. Levit- Leviticus twenty six thirty three. It says, "And I will scatter you among the heathen, and will draw out a sword a sword after you, and your land shall be desolate and your cities waste. Then shall the land enjoy her sabbaths as long as it lieth desolate, and ye be in your enemy's land. Even then shall the land rest and enjoy her sabbaths." As long as it lieth desolate, it shall rest, because it did not rest in your Sabbaths when ye dwelt upon it. And upon them that are left alive of you, I will send a faintness into their hearts and in the lands of their enemies. And the sound of a shaken leaf shall chase them, and they shall flee. As fleeing from a sword, and they shall fall when none pursueth, and they shall fall one upon another, as it were before a sword when none pursueth, and ye shall have no power to stand before your enemies, and ye shall perish among the heathen, and the land of your enemies shall eat you up, and they that are left of you shall pine away in their iniquity in their enemies' land in your enemies' lands. And also in the iniquities of their fathers shall they pine away with them. If they shall confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers, with their trespass which they trespassed against me, and that also they have walked contrary contrary unto me, and that I also have walked contrary unto them, and have brought them unto the land of their enemies. If their if then their uncircumcised hearts be humbled. And they then accept of the punishment of their iniquity. Then will I remember my covenant with Jacob, and also my covenant with Isaac, and also my covenant with Abraham will I remember, and I will remember the land. And the land also shall be left of them, and shall enjoy her Sabbaths, when she lieth desolate without them. And they shall accept of the punishment of their iniquity because even because they despise my judgments and because their soul abhorred my statutes and yet for all that when they be in the land of their enemies i will not cast them away neither will i abhor them to destroy them utterly and to break my covenant with them for i am the lord for i am the lord thy god their god I will for for their sakes remember the covenant of their ancestors whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the heathen that I might be their God. I am the Lord. These are are the statutes and judgments and laws which the Lord made between him and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai by the hand of Moses. So, um, this is um this is the covenant this is another thing hebrew hebrews 8 6. Alright, so, um, for finding, for if, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. So we're on Hebrews 8, 8. For finding fault with them, he saith, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. Because they continue not in my covenant, and I regard them not, said the Lord, saith the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their minds, into their mind, and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them a God, and that shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, No, the Lord. For all shall know me, from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. In that he saith, a new covenant he hath made the first old. Now that which decayeth and waxeth waxeth old is ready to vanish away. So I'm going to skip to Hebrews 9:11, but Christ being come an high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth appearing to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. For where it, for where a testament is, is there must also of necessity be the death, be the death of the testator. For a testament is of force after men are dead; otherwise, it is of no strength at all. While the testator, is liveth whereupon neither the first testament was dedicated without blood for when moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law he took the blood of calves and goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book and all the people saying that saying this is the blood of the testament which god hath enjoined unto you Moreover, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of ministry. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. It was therefore necessary that the pattern of things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us, nor yet that he should offer himself often, as the high priest entereth into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he, have oft- must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. For now, once in the end of the world, hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. So Christ once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time. Without sin unto salvation. And that last one was Hebrews 9:28. 28, 28. Hebrews 9:28. i didn't i wasn't talking about the whole lost tribes of israel to try and put anyone in it like inferior and superior positions it's not about that god made us all equal god made everyone equal but there does happen to be a history behind the world and um everything in the bible is true the bible is the history of the world if you didn't know it actually is everything that it says actually happened (laughs) and i know it's crazy i know it's crazy because um modern day christianity you know it's hard for people to believe things that are so great because it happened so long ago but i'm here to tell you it did happen everything in the bible happened the way that god created the earth the time it took um the Noah's Ark and the flood there's proof of that now actually they found it you can look it up it's actually in Mount, on Mount Sinai where they said it was where the Bible said it was um I don't know if you guys heard the story about um Elijah so apparently um I have to read the whole book, but this is my, my, what I've gotten from it. Elijah was a prophet, um, during a time when the king of Israel, I guess, um, was following Jezebel. This is where this, this is where the name Jezebel comes from. And, um, well, they, they were together, right? She was the queen. He was the king. And he he started to allow the kingdom and himself to worship her gods, gods of Baal okay which is pretty much Satan in multiple forms Um, and you know we're not supposed to worship any idols before God and so um, Elijah warned the king that Israel is gonna suffer if you continue to allow this and um, Israel did suffer I guess I guess became barren there was no water there was a drought and um there was one day that elijah challenged the king and his prophets saying whoever can make a um, altar with a bull so they're offering a bull right and um, they they light it on fire whoever can light the fire without actually using fire um proves who's the real god And so he allowed the king and the prophets to go first there was like 400 prophets or something and um um so they made their altar they started praying they did all that and it never happened the bull never lit on fire ever no not ever nothing ever happened um so then elijah went and as soon as he started praying to God, a fireball started forming in the sky and it lit and it flew out of the sky and, and lit the the bull on fire. Um oh, I'm sorry, I missed the part. I'm so sorry. So before Elijah did all this, started praying, he pretty much drenched the altar in water. Like drenched it. So it was completely wet. And then and then he prayed and then the fireball came out of the sky. And um it's so crazy to think about but this happened. This happened. And I'm the most one of the most rational people. I'm the most realistic. I you know, I don't I don't believe in aliens. I don't, you know, um Anyway, I'm just saying like I'm not the person to believe in things that i don't have proof of or i don't have complete conviction that it's true and i have complete hundred percent thousand million percent conviction that everything in the bible that said this happened actually happened and so when you know when noah and the ark so um when he um when he was building the ark i guess you know people everyone was the people didn't believe him you know so um until they saw that the animals were actually walking two by two into the ark and that actually happened and the people were you know shocked and they still and it worried them but um, you know it's I don't think no one got on the Ark even then until the flood was actually happening and they're trying to you know they're holding on to the boat trying to get on and they couldn't and the only people that were saved that were all descended from is Noah and his three sons and their three wives and that's those are the people that the entire earth is is descended from that's why there's only you know a handful of races anyway there's only a handful of just you know completely distinct races um I only have about 10 minutes before the Sabbath starts because it's actually Saturday but I actually think I talked about mostly everything I wanted to talk about um So, um, how you know we were taking back into the land of egypt for the second time um that's talking about when the americas were colonized and um i learned something i've always you know being a chicana is extremely um not confusing but you know like it's a it's a constant search for my identity right because um although yes like I, I know I'm I know I'm Chicana I know that my blood is descended from Mexico I know um, or supposedly or what was Mexico before it doesn't even matter. It's, the lens changed like so many times the border crossed us we didn't cross the border right so i learned something that um probably a lot of you guys know but i learned it okay that uh the spanish so when the spanish um settled colonized um the southwest region of the united states so new mexico area what is now new mexico colorado Um, apparently, uh, if you were like an enemy tribe, you could be captured and then sold to the Hispanos, to the Hispanos, right? Um, it was pretty common. So, and a lot of times it was, I guess, Apaches, um, selling Navajo and, um, i can't remember the other one but yeah so and i'm not saying this is nothing against anyone this is just what happened right every you know things happen and everyone enslaved everyone at some point um so so these people those um these Native Americans who were enslaved by the Hispanos. Um, they called them Genizaros. Genizaros. And on Wikipedia describes this as um, detribalized Native Americans who by war or payment of ransom were taken into Hispan- into Hispano and Pueblan, Puebloan villages um, as indentured servants, shepherds, general laborers, etc. In modern day, New Me- in what is now modern day New Mexico and southern Colorado, New Spain had a prohibition of indigenous slavery imp- implemented from 1543 onwards, but it, it excluded those captured in the context of war. The restriction of slavery also meant that these Genizaros were to be convicted and sentenced to servitude for a specific time span, at which time they earned freedom. They were even encouraged to become landowners themselves by Spanish government land grants, or to join the regional militia. After abolition of slavery was proposed in 1810 during Mexican independence, the practice of slavery began to become unpopular in the Spanish Empire. Um, even more so after abolition was included officially by José María Morelos in the Sentimientos de la Nación of 1813. This became law after the solemn act of the Declaration of Independence of Northern America, of First Mexican Republic, and during the era of the Centralist Republic. settles joined other citizen soldiers of New Mexico during the Chimayo Rebellion of 1837. To fight for new mexico's separation from centralist republic of mexico in fact the commander of the rebellion jose was, was a Genizarro. the f- the commander of the rebellion jose gonzalez was a genisaro to fight for new mexico's separation from the centralist republic of mexico chimayo rebellion of 1837. Genizaros settled in several New Mexican villages such as Belén, Domé, that's right outside New Mexico, Valencia, Cornell, Los Andes, La, Las Trampas, Socorro, and San Miguel del Alvado. Genizaros also lived in Albuquerque, Bernalillo, Atrisco, Santa Fe, Chimayo Taos Abikique, and Las Vegas, Las Vegas, New Mexico. Most Hinisteros were, or their ancestors had, been slaves of Indian tribes, particularly the Plains tribes who raided and enslaved members of tribes allied with the Spaniards, such as the Apaches. By the end of the 18th century, Most ennisettols were or their ancestors been slaves of the indian tribes particularly the raided raiding slave members well wow. who raided and enslaved members of tribes allied with the spaniards such as the apaches most Where is by the end of the 18th century, Henequen settlers were estimated to comprise about one third of the entire population of New Mexico, which in 1793 was 30,000. In 2007, Henequen settlers and their contemporary descendants were recognized as, as indigenous people by the New Mexico legislature. During the early 21st century, they have comprised much of the population of the South Valley of Albuquerque and significant portions of the population of North northern New Mexico, including Espanola, Taos, Santa Fe, Las Vegas. Um. So I may or may not be descended from these people. And it would make a lot of sense if I was. Because, um. During the early twenty first century they have comprised much of the population of the South Valley of Albuquerque. So many of these places my family lives in. Bernalillo. Albuquerque. Bernalillo is actually is a small town, or it's generally a small town outside of Albuquerque. And um a lot of my families lived there for years. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. South Valley of (laughs) Albuquerque. I used used to go visit family all the time. Every every summer. And they lived in the South Valley of, of Albuquerque. When when i'm whenever i have a better foundation i'm gonna definitely do my dna like on that new show um where they really find out who you are because i believe this is um i found because i've always wondered because i always knew there's something missing that missing missing something and i can't figure it out what it is and i think i figured it out now but anyway i'm gonna go now because um it's 12 a.m i want to say happy sabbath happy rest day please don't do any work only do what you need to eat um pray to god praise god dance for god sing for god enjoy your family for god um sit down and think about the things you're grateful for and um remember that god is working even when you don't see and even when you maybe feel like you're in the dark um God is always working for you so amen and bye